0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon here on the East Coast of the United States. I can see from the comments that many of you have lined up from all over the world. And good morning, Sydney. It's nice uh, nice that you guys are here and with us. Scott Ritter, of course, joins us today. Scott, always a pleasure. Thank you very much uh, for coming back on the show. Um. I'm still bewildered about a 21-year-old enlisted uh, weekend warrior, and I mean that as no insult to the National Guards, guardsmen and women, uh, having access to the country's uh, most closely guarded uh, secrets. Are you bewildered by it as all? Shouldn't this be on a need-to-know basis?
2: In the old days, it was. I have to tell you, when when in the old days, when I came in uh, back in the 1980s, um, you know, the the number of people who had top secret code word clearances were were, were very small, very select community, um, and you tended to keep everything within a closed circle. But I, I noticed in um, at the end of the Cold War, when we were looking at the so-called peace dividend, uh, you know. We, we got rid of, the CIA and the intelligence community used to have a lot of um, dedicated analytical support, uh, but it cost a lot of money to sustain it. So they dissolved that, and they started farming out analytical support to reserve units, National Guard units. Uh, the Marines uh, had a, a, a force, or had a, a photo interpretation unit that started taking on national tasking. Um, And and so this is what would happen. So the reserve community, the national guard community, the weekend warriors were getting plugged in. And so they'd be doing their drills on a recurring basis so they could meet certain production requirements and production means they're going to receive raw data or semi-finished products. And then the reservists will package it, format it, turn it into a briefing slide and then send it on to the, uh, to, to the consumer. And so this is what was happening. So, uh, and, and we know this now because the 102nd uh, Intelligence Wing where this guy worked in uh, Massachusetts, has, it's been pulled out of, the, out, of, out of the system. It's no longer allowed to do this while they're researching uh, the, um, you know, how this happened. But the, point, the reality is there's dozens of other reserve units like this that continue to do this job. And until they figure out how to bring discipline into the reserve community, this is going to be a recurring problem.
1: So what, what appeared to be a series of documents prepared by the staff of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff for distribution to the other chiefs was in fact or in probability. I don't know if we know factually yet. Maybe you do either in fact or in or, or more likely than not prepared by reservists in Massachusetts working one weekend a month.
2: Right, it's not when I say prepared. Again, I'm 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 looking at some of the material that he that he released, and there appeared to be at one point in time, a a series of paragraphs, highly classified paragraphs, uh, that that were sent in scrolling format. Um, this appears to be the data sent by another unit that is responsible for preparing this analysis, and then hit, the job of the one and the second appeared to be to cut this and put it into the appropriate graphic, and so you'd have. The, they they have a briefing slide format, and then they receive data. They don't do the analysis. They they're not right, right. understood. They're it's, they're just it's almost it's almost, and it's and almost
1: clerical what they're doing. It is purely clerical. It's okay, a it's almost cutting and pasting, if you will.
2: One hundred percent. There's no analysis taking place at the hundred second wing. It's simply a place that frees up. Because in the old days, people like me used to read all the stuff, write all the stuff, and then prepare the briefing slide ourselves before we go and brief the boss. And it's very okay. time. If, I mean, well, if this, this
1: had happened. been on a need-to-know basis, who would determine if Jack Teixeira had the need to know?
2: The the, the 102nd uh, wing. Uh, his, his employment at the wing uh, would give him the need-to-know, meaning that he's employed. The Joint Chiefs of Staff have decided that they're going to farm out this production capacity to the reserves, the reserve establishment, uh, designates the 102nd, uh, wing as the slide preparation unit. And so when he's hired and given his security clearances, it's done with the knowledge that he's going to be sitting at a workstation doing this
1: task. How intense, intensive is the uh, scrutiny prior to security clearance, uh, for top secret?
2: Uh, it used to be extraordinarily difficult to get a top secret clearance. Um, it, when I when I applied for for my clearance, it, it took more than a year and a half uh, for them to do what they call the uh, the SSBI. Uh, it's a single scope background investigation, the very detailed investigation before the military could give you a top secret clearance. Uh, today, because of the they've expanded the community so much. I mean, I don't think people understand how many intelligence analysts the intelligence community has today. They're everywhere. They're in Department of Homeland Security. Uh, they're, they're everywhere. And each one of them has a top secret code word clearance. They're handing them out like candy. And as a result, when you have that many people, uh, there's going to be systemic failures. Okay.
1: Uh, the uh, slide presentation that was was on his desktop had the presentation already been made to the Joint Chiefs of Staff before uh, Teixeira circulated it to his buddies in his chat room?
2: No. From my understanding, he was taking the raw material. And um, and indeed, some of the si- slides clearly showed XXX dates and, and, and places where data was to be filled in. Uh, so he's taking a draft product and he's printing that out. Um, and there's the problem. I mean, because this stuff is supposed to be handled on a computer. This is computer-generated product. And so there should be no printing taking place whatsoever. You will do your file. You will send the file to your supervisor who will ha- make notes and send it back to you all on computer um, before being sent out. The fact that he's printing this stuff out is, uh, is problematic. All right.
1: So some of the things that he printed out made it crystal clear that senior uh, personnel in the Pentagon were of the view that Ukraine is getting uh, beaten badly and that its air defenses were substantially degraded and might very well, if, if there's no change in the trend, be completely degraded by the end of next month, late May or early June.
0: Is it, is it
1: fair to say that the Secretary of Defense would have known that, whether he saw this slide presentation that Tashera made or not.
2: Uh, First of all, we have to be fair to the Secretary of Defense, because we're dealing with a draft product. Understand that in the intelligence business, uh, briefings are made all the time, but not always given. Um, And that because this is a product that's being put together, it has to go back into the system, and there'll be a supervisor within the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff who looks at the time available to brief uh, General Miley and his staff and say, we don't have time to do this, so this briefing's done, This brief- we're not doing this briefing, we're not doing this briefing, we're only doing this briefing. So just because this airman was processing this data does not necessarily mean that that data was uh, approved by the chain. Um, you know, Because remember, there, there's going to be a colonel up somewhere the briefing colonel, who's going to be going through it, and he's going to be making changes to the slide, too. So the data that's on there doesn't mean it's getting briefed to the boss. It still has to go right. through a variety of quality control channels.
1: Okay. The um, Washington Post reports that Shara had begun circulating uh, these documents to his buddies in December, December of 22, and the feds didn't discover it until late march until late march early april of 23 just a week or so uh, ago is it reasonable to believe that this stuff had been circulated to 20 or 30 young men none of whom had any uh, security clearance and the government didn't know about it
2: yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm the biggest believer in incompetence you've ever seen in your life just because I've seen incompetence uh, throughout. Should the government have known about it? I mean, one of the things about uh, these kind of clearances is that his online presence should have been vetted, uh, meaning that if he is involved in a Minecraft uh, gaming world, uh, his bosses have to know about this because somebody in the counterintelligence business needs to be doing a constant screening of his online uh, presence to make sure that he's not doing anything wrong. Just like they would screen when, when I was in, you know, go talk to my neighbors, talk to my friends, make sure I'm not getting drunk telling, uh, you know, stories out of school uh, that should have happened. So the fact that he's in this, this community and nobody knows about it um, is, is, is a, is a red flag. And now the you know, what they're talking about now is see, it's one thing to de- insist that he declare this and subject him on That's the conditions of your security clearance, but you and I, don't have security clearances. You and I are allowed to go into online chat rooms or, or you know, forums or things like that, and it's none of the government's damn business. But, excuse my language. I apologize for that. is yeah, correct. You know, correct. What appears to be happening right now is that the solution is going to be that they're going to try and, um, and there's Maverick getting upset about it too. Uh, the solution is that they're going to try and come in and start monitoring these things, and so it's like overkill. Okay. Uh,
1: I want to show you a clip of the uh, Secretary of Defense. Uh, testifying uh, before the Senate Armed Services Committee. This is circa late March, so two and a half uh, weeks ago. You may have seen this, but I want you to look at it anyway and tell me if it is more likely than not that the words he's articulating are either lying or substantially uh, misleading uh, because he must have known of the essence of what these documents revealed which is that Ukraine is getting beaten badly and there's no reason for optimism. This is a little bit more than a minute in length.
2: With regard to your optimism about Ukraine having the upper hand, that is what you told me
1: yesterday. It, it is. Now,
0: Ukrainians have inflicted significant casualties on the Russians, and they have depleted their, uh, their inventory of uh, armored vehicles in a way that no one would have ever imagined. And so now we see Russia reaching for T-54s and T-55 tanks because of the level of damage that the Ukrainians have inflicted on them. And we have, in the meantime, been... And
2: reaching, reaching for those tanks uh, demonstrates what to you, sir?
0: It demonstrates that uh, their capability is waning. And we've uh, continued uh, to witness uh, them be challenged with artillery munitions and other things, and they're reaching out to Iran, they're reaching out to, uh, to North Korea. I think, you know, we'll see an increase in the fighting in the spring as the uh, conditions for maneuver improve. Do you believe there's a real
2: chance for significant Ukrainian advancements between now and the beginning of winter?
0: I believe there's a chance, and we're doing everything that we can do to uh, ensure that they have their best opportunity to be successful, Senator.
1: Truthful or not,
2: <laughs> well, here here's the thing that we don't know. Um, Look in the lead up to the Iraq War, Douglas Feith, uh, uh, an official in the uh, Bush administration, created something called the Office of Special Projects, and its job was to cherry pick intelligence and and focus on that and shape a new reality based upon, you know, misleading information um, right. for political purposes. This is the stuff
1: that Phil Giraldi told the told the president to disregard.
2: Correct. Well, what listening to, to Lloyd Austin speaking. Somebody is pulling the Office of Special Projects on him. I mean, what he says, for instance, about the old T 55 and T 62 tanks is just absurd in the extreme. And he knows it. He knows that those tanks are being brought in to be dug in and turned into strong points on the second and third lines of defense. They're not. Yeah, but front-line this is, this tanks. is
1: very important about whether he lied or not. In a minute, we're going to go to uh, another crazy statement by uh, Victoria Newland. Is, is it is it more likely than not that he knew that it is the consensus of the people right below him, the Joint Chiefs themselves, that Ukraine is losing and is not likely to prevail? Yes. I, I think
2: Lloyd Austin um, is not an incompetent person, meaning that he is cognizant of the fact that he is... Uh, misrepresenting information for the purpose of shaping political perception. And that's the only reason why you testified before Congress. He wasn't there to tell the truth. He was there to shape perception. Okay.
1: Um, I don't know if we have the data on this, but it was sometime in this year, in 2023, uh, Victoria Newland, the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, appears to have revealed uh, top secret information Uh, about the whereabouts of uh, Russian uh, troops and armaments, Iranian-made drones, in Crimea. This is all part of her uh, effort to argue, i got to say this with a straight face, that the United States should support an invasion of Crimea. I know this is crazy. She can be crazy. But my question to you is going to be, did she reveal top-secret information when she made this statement? Watch what she said.
0: There is a drone base in Crimea where the drones that the Iranians have given Russia are being launched from. There are command and control sites in Crimea that are essential for Russia's hold on all of the territory, including the land bridge. There are mass military installations on Crimea that Russia has turned into essential logistics, and back office depots for this war. Those are legitimate targets. Ukraine is hitting them, and we are supporting that.
1: Revealing top secret information for political purposes?
2: Well, I mean, there's no doubt that she's revealing classified information. I also don't believe that Victoria Nuland, I mean, as much as I dislike her uh, policies and things like that, I respect her professionalism. And she didn't get to where she's at by... uh, saying things that weren't screened in advance. I think she had permission to say what she said. I think this was selective uh, declassification of data to create perceptions of, uh, of, of Russian malfeasance that uh, was worthy of American military intervention.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. So listen to what you've just told us. The Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs selectively cherry-picks classified information, gets permission to reveal it, in order to create an image of something that's not true, the Secretary of Defense himself, in an effort to get more um, pro- money appropriated for his former employer, Raytheon, uh, to build equipment, selectively to build uh, hardware for the military, selectively uh, gathers facts from which he can selectively uh, conclude uh, that Ukraine uh, has a chance to prevail or to do well in the spring uh, and in the winter. Material misrepresentations made at the highest levels.
2: 100%. Look, Judge, I am not a fan of leaking classified information. It's a crime. It's a straight up crime. And, um, you know, people who make a decision to do so uh, should be willing to pay the price. But, and I don't know if this was the intent of this 21-year-old kid, Every time classified information is released to the public, we learn that the government lies. That's Correct. what we do. so I think we have to just assume I hope everybody watching understands what we're saying here. Just because the government says something, I think you have to understand that there's a bigger picture behind it and the truth is probably far different almost 180 degrees different from the perception that the government is shaping. The government so is so in the this business has been my
1: argument and, and some of the really uh, good people, who believe essentially what you said, people who are skeptical of the government, people who believe in the primacy of the individual over the state, people who recognize that our rights come from our humanity, not from the government, people who, who, who refer to the government as essentially the negation of liberty, have been critical of me. Judge, you're a traitor. You're supporting this young man. I am arguing that what the young man revealed was truthful, not cherry-picked, and helps the American public decide whether or not the government is worthy of belief.
2: Yep, I, Judge, I'm on your side 100. You know Dan Ellsberg, who I'm—he's a mentor of mine, a friend of mine, and uh, I just think the world of the man. Um, you know, he set the gold standard for this kind of action. You know, one that says you have to be willing to accept the consequences of your actions. As he's walking up the court steps to face trial that could put him in jail forever, uh, someone said how do you feel about the potential of going to war? And he said, going to going to jail. And he said, to go to jail to, to stop an unjust war? Yeah, I'm willing to do that.
1: Hey, and then, and that's, then what of course, it, that's
2: what a patriot is.
1: <laughs> correct. The judge was a patriot also, because then, of course, when the judge learned that as almost as Ellsberg was saying that, or the night before the FBI broke into his psychiatrist's okay. office to steal his uh, medical records, and that was it for the government's case. When the judge threw it out in the middle of the jury trial, they didn't even appeal. They they knew that they were cooked. They yeah. could not live with what the FBI uh, had done. Bradley Manning uh, would be in his forty in his uh, sixth year of a forty five year uh, term had Barack Obama President Obama uh, not uh, commuted that sentence. And the same for Edward Snowden had he not uh, fled. Uh, to uh, Russia, Julian Assange unfortunately is in the clutches of some of the worst people in the world, who we call our allies in Great Britain. But these are people willing to take a chance. What's going to become of this young man? I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts before we get into some of the other stuff I want to talk to about? Uh, talk to you about. Do you have any thoughts about whether whether the young man did this alone or whether he was an unwitting dupe of somebody north of him on the totem pole? who gave it to him knowing he was sharing things with his buddies in the chat room?
2: I mean, you know, well, it, it'll play out uh, in, in the end. I personally believe that this was a, a young man who was trying to impress people with um, his access to information, that he wanted to position himself as a, um, a knowledgeable authority. Again, these are the kind of things that normally would come out in security screening and probably deny him uh, the ability to hold a clearance. But he, I, I think he did what he did. I also, I mean, I, I think that I, I think the system will find it in its heart to give him um, a lesser sentence. Look, we did the same thing to Clayton Lodentree, the Marine uh, security guard at the embassy who uh, fell into a sex trap, a uh, KGB sex trap, ended up letting a KGB colonel wander the halls of the embassy. Um, he was given a very severe sentence, but later on, the judge came back and said this was just a lonely Marine who. Um, he wasn't trying to betray his country. He just did something that lonely men do often, and um, and so they commuted a sentence. This kid is not a criminal. Okay, that's that's the first thing I want to say. He's not a criminal. He's a kid. He's a kid who did something immature. He shouldn't have done it, given the security clearances. But the other thing is, the system failed him. The fact that the system allowed him to do what he was doing mm-hmm. um, means that you know his 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 his, his, his tendencies that. Uh, that, that had they been corrected early on the first time he hit print, if his staff sergeant come over and said, what the hell are you, excuse my language, what are you doing printing this out? You can't print this out. Um, you know, I'm writing you up. We're going to put you on report. There's going to be remedial training before we allow you back in. That's what leadership, you know, when I was a second Lieutenant judge, I left a confidential slide on my desk. As I was preparing a brief, I went home at night in a secure space. It was locked up, but I left a confidential slide on my desk. The counterintelligence people doing their sweep afterwards found it. I got written up and I was standing tall in front of a general who was telling me one more mistake like that. And you are out of the Marine Corps. Now, fortunately, the Marine Corps believed that you allow people to learn from their mistakes. And I learned from my mistake. But my point is the system took care of me, meaning they found my error and they corrected me in a way that I never again repeated that error. That's what should happen to this kid early on. He should have been corrected.
1: This has uh, been superb analysis of this, uh, Scott, and uh, we're all deeply uh, grateful for it. Switching gears, uh, are you surprised that our mutual friend Cy Hirsch has reported uh, that uh, William Burns, the director of um, CIA, sat down with President Zelensky and said to him, we know your people have stolen $400 million in cash. Here's a list of 35 generals who've uh, help themselves to all of this, by the way, your name should be on this list as well, uh, Mr. President. Are you surprised that, well, do, it, do you have, you put credibility in size reporting because the Biden administration has not denied or challenged this.
0: Look,
2: I, I, I think I've made it clear um, that Seymour Hersh and I have a quarter of a century long relationship, a friendly relationship. And um, every time I go to Washington DC, we get together, we talk, um, I am familiar with how he works. I'm familiar with his integrity. Um, and if Seymour Hirsch puts pen to paper and writes up like this, you know, he has a source and you also know that he has vetted his source. Um, you know, this is the guy that that has reported accurately on so many things, not just my lie, not just uh, Abu Ghraib, uh, not just Nord Stream. But, you know, look at all of his reporting in the New York Times, stuff that the U.S. government initially said, no, no, never happened, then had to turn around and say, yeah, it happened sort of exactly the way Cy laid it out. So, yeah, I trust him. I trust him. Does the
1: Biden administration know? Does Jake Sullivan know? Does Tony Blinken know? Does Lloyd Austin know? Does the president know that Vladimir Zelensky is a crook?
2: Yes, 100 percent. They know it and they facilitate it because that's the price of doing business in Ukraine. They know for, that's just why they don't allow, they don't allow an inspector general. This is why they don't allow audits because they know how bad it is. So they can't even go through the process of pretending because any inspector general came in, he'd go, Hey boss, we're missing. And now they have to shut it down. So they won't even allow these investigations to take place. That's how bad this is.
1: So when um, Congressman Thomas Massey of uh, Kentucky and, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky simultaneously, Massey in the House, Paul in the Senate, uh, introduced legislation uh, re- requiring an inspector general on the ground uh, in Ukraine, legislation that would have amended the, the blank checks that were given to Joe Biden. The Republican and Democratic leadership together would not let either of those proposals come to the floor for a vote. Why?
2: Why? Because they knew if there was an inspector general, then the American people would say, why are we giving them $100 billion only to have $70 billion disappear into pockets? Uh, that's unacceptable. So they, uh, the, and, and I'm telling you, all Congress is complicit in this. Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, and everybody, they know the truth. They just are making sure the American people don't know the truth. And, and yes, I'm, I, I'm saying it. Congress is making sure the American people don't know the truth about and- Ukraine.
1: And that is the reason that Jack Teixeira will be prosecuted so uh, aggressively, because the truth embarrassed and humiliated the government.
2: Well, the, the, the one saving grace for him might be that there's a lot of information that hasn't come out, and if the government chooses to, you know, as they always do, overcharge and, and come up with multiple counts um, to intimidate him into making a plea, if he were to take it to trial there's some information there the government doesn't want to bring to trial and so you know they they may end up reducing some of the charges and some of the penalties uh, on him and i think if he has a good lawyer his lawyer will be uh trying to 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 cop a plea um uh, because the us government doesn't want this stuff to come out so right. yeah the, you know, but the truth your judge you're 100% correct the truth they say will set us free but we have to have access to the truth and we live in a in a time and a place when our government is lying to us on a daily basis and they hide behind a wall of secrecy and they make any American patriot who seeks to breach that secrecy and bring the truth to light to show the American people they make them out to be a traitor.
1: My hat is off to you, Scott, as are the uh, hundreds of thousands watching. Thank you very much, my dear friend. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. How about that? If you like that, like and subscribe. More as we get it. Judge Napolitano for judging freedom.